You're listening to the OlgeenScene.com podcast. We're Mike. And Crystal. Welcome. Our listeners may have heard that the castle at Disneyland is based on a real castle in Europe. You might think, where? Europe has all kinds of crazy castles. Well, a few years ago, we were in Europe and we got a chance to see for ourselves. So what's the deal with this place? And does it live up to the hype? Find out on the other side of this break. The Olgine Scene podcast is made possible by Squarespace. If you think it's too hard to create a website, it's not, because Squarespace is the easiest way to get your stuff online. And we're back. So, this mysterious castle that beguiled and enchanted Walt Disney himself is known locally as Schloss Neuschwanstein. Uh, that's Castle Neuschwanstein, just to you and me. <laughs> if you've never heard of this place, it's a huge fairy tale-like castle high on a mountain. It's so beautiful. It's up high in the Alps of Bavaria, Germany, right there on the border of Austria. It was the posh palace of King Ludwig II of Bavaria. Now, this guy was kind of a reclusive weirdo. <laughs> like you? Yeah, it's like me. <laughs> He's some kind of a wise guy over here. <laughs> Anyhow, crazy Ludwig, as he was known, loved Wagner. You know, that opera dude? Well, these operas had like crazy elaborate sets and epic stories and they really just played it out on stage and the king really dug it. So the castle was sort of a homage to Wagner in these crazy opulent operas. Cool. (laughs) Now, this may surprise you about it, but it's actually a janky castle. What? No, it's not. (laughs) Because it was designed by theater set designer Christian Jank. Oh, God. Waka waka! (laughs) (laughs) We looked up a couple of factoids from Atlas Obscura and we'd like to share them with you. All right, we'll be checking that out on the other side of the road. Okay, so the gorgeous Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland, or Cinderella's Castle at Magic Kingdom, and numerous other magical castles were all inspired by a real castle, New Schwanstein, the awe-inspiring retreat of the fairy tale king. Ludwig II of Bavaria, commissioned by the king in homage to Richard Wagner, the fantastical castle was designed by theatrical set designer, as Mike had said, Christian Jank. <laughs> the beautiful design was to further enhance the already romantic mountain and forest scenery. Now, fairy tale does not do this place justice. My goodness. We had heard about this place for a little while. And so when we happened to find ourselves in Europe, we decided to check it out. And it was like a fairy tale come true. When we saw this castle from afar, it looked just like Sleeping Beauty's castle, but like 20 times the size. Yeah, imagine it's misty. You're high up in the Alps and there's nothing but green fields. It's straight up. The hills are alive. 
you know, country the up Alps, there. Alps, yeah. yeah. Alpsy. <laughs> the big round things of hay and cows with the bells. It's the whole scene. And then suddenly there's this giant castle up on a mountain. It's incredible. Kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, I think you go out of Germany and into Austria and then back into Germany again. It's to right get there. there on the border, but yeah, you do have to go through a lot of hill climbing. And it has a really cool little town at the bottom. Ah, so cool. Now, the first stone of Neuschwanstein Castle, which literally means New Stone Palace, or I'm sorry, New Swan Stone Palace. <laughs> That's a little crucial element there. Mm-hmm. Was laid in September 1869. The technology used to build this castle was considered modern and advanced. So this would be like the first time they used steam engines and all kinds of stuff like that. Very cool. New inventions such as electricity, plumbing, heat, and steamboats were used in the construction of the castle. And Ludwig himself was considered responsible for the introduction of many of these inventions to the area. It's funny you should say that. Do you remember all the things within the castle? All the different uh, new and quote unquote new inventions. Yeah, like Alexander Graham Bell commissioned a phone to be put in Ludwig's castle so that he could call out. I don't know who he'd call if he had the only phone in town. (laughs) Well, he was the king. Hold on. We're going to take a break. One second. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> oh, the modern age. <laughs> Speaking of phones. <laughs> you you got to turn yours off when we're podcasting. Sorry, hon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he was uh, he was the king. So he was calling, um, I guess, the parliament, the city hall. I guess, or the fire department or something like that, if necessary. I don't know. Uh, this this phone, though, was hilarious. It was like the size of a phone booth and cabinet and wood. And it had this big cranky Crank. handle and the battery in the back. Each one was like the size of a two liter bottle. Crazy, like <laughs> copper coiling in between. This thing was nuts. But that was the modern age. I mean, in the 1800s, that's what they had. And he had the latest and greatest. Oh, yeah. Trying to keep up with the Ludwigs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it reminded me of keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, you know. <laughs> so in 1886, as the massively expensive castle neared completion, the state commissioner pronounced Ludwig insane and arrested him soon after. What the heck? <laughs> the day after he was arrested, Ludwig requests uh, the commissioner to go on a walk with him. <laughs> woods, you know, just him and me. Hey, uh, Commissioner, why don't you go to the woods with me? (laughs) The Commissioner agreed for some reason and told the gods to stay behind. Okay, you guys stay behind. I'm going to go talk with the king. (laughs) (laughs) And they were both, they were both found mysteriously dead in the lake later that evening. Oh my gosh. So I wonder who got who there. I don't know. Maybe they just got each other. They're having a conversation. They're just. Ah. <laughs> they also, I remember them saying on the tour that Ludwig can swim very well, but he was found in literally two feet of water. <laughs> so foul play seems kind of, I don't know. Well, yeah. A foot. And he bankrupted the kingdom for this awesome castle. Oh, well, that could have something to do with it. (laughs) Absolutely. So, unfortunately, Ludwig was never able to see that finalized castle. But his taste for elegance and extravagance resonates throughout the interior of this beautiful castle. 
after his death, the castle was open to the public to help pay off the expenses and now attracts over one million people a year. Including <laughs> us. We were one of them one of those years. <laughs> <laughs> a particular delight is the Garado Room. This is an artificial cave room that's complete with stalactites, stalagmites, and a waterfall. It was intended to represent a cave from Wagner's opera. Tannenhauser. Tannenhauser. <laughs> <laughs> now, this room was so cool. It reminded me of a Disneyland type thing. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to see all of it. They just sort of whisked us through that area quickly. Uh-huh. But it was, uh, it was supposedly, amazing. Supposedly, do you remember um, there were secret doors and things like that? There was like eight entrances and exits to this one cave room. It was kind of like his, his hiding place mm-hmm. that he could get in and out of so that if he went into that cave room, he could go into like eight different rooms of the house from that one location. Yeah, it looked like the kind of thing Hugh Hefner would have wild parties in, but this guy was a notorious loner, so I guess it was just for him to hang out there. Well, it was meant to. I mean, had he lived to see its completion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just everything about it, though, so dramatic and so just ripe to be drawn and put into a painting and just even from the the walk up, it's it's on this it's on a mountain amongst the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a valley all around, and then this this tiny little mountain, more of a giant rock really, and then the castle right on top. And when you arrive there, you're given two options in the little town. One is to grab a bus, and one is to grab an old timey draft horse and carriage. wagon carriage type thing. Now, we opted for the bus, and I'm not sure which would have been scarier. (laughs) They were both very terrifying. (laughs) There's a very thin road that's windy and uh, goes up this crazy trail, and there's sheer drops on either side, and you have to pass each other. So when the horse-drawn carriage is coming down and the bus is going up, the bus has to move over enough for the carriage to pass through. Or another bus. (laughs) Or Yes, corresponding buses too. And and the one or two people that decided to hoof it up there. Mm-hmm. And so you're walk you're driving around all these people and I was standing and <laughs> and we're going around a hairpin turn and it's like I swear you could see over the, the side of this mountain. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. So they let you out in in what looks like the middle of the woods and they had one guy dressed up up there like medieval times playing this weirdo instrument that I remember from an obscure assembly in school back in the day. It's called a hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically like a cello with a winder in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's always making a sound. But something about the music he was playing and the way he was dressed just kind of brings you back to that time. If it was Zelda, he would be a dude from the town that you have to ask to find a clue <laughs> about something. <laughs> yes. We were not in a video game, though. This was real life. Also, should we mention, we were there in September, so mm-hmm. the weather was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, it was perfect. We both wore just like jeans and a light jacket. So you're walking through the woods and you walk through these clearings and then suddenly ah, the castle hits you and it's just like um, like, a, like a Disney cartoon. It's just, uh, I'm reminded of the beginning of Sleeping Beauty when there's that music. <laughs> you know, when they're reading the book in the beginning. Oh, they're right. Showing the stained glass and everything. It reminds it's, me of Beauty and the Beast or something like that. And you're coming up to the castle and you can see it just looming overhead. And, and there's just, trees and waterfalls and there's a 
part of the path you could veer off and go across this beautiful bridge and it's it's crazy. There's this giant suspension bridge that's probably a good 500 feet away from the castle, but it would probably give you a really beautiful view back onto um, the castle area. The suspension bridge is right next to this giant waterfall just cascading down. We didn't actually trek up to that area, but it looked gorgeous from where we were. And of course we went on the tour. Um, yeah, the only bummer is they don't let you take pictures inside the place. So um, we'll post some pictures for you guys to see. But unfortunately, we didn't get any on the inside. Nothing inside. Not allowed. Not allowed. We didn't want to end up with the, in the dungeon of the castle <laughs> or with the Gestapo's or something. I don't know. <laughs> you could check it out online, though. <laughs> Just look up New Schwanstein Castle. We said no pictures. <laughs> now go in this room. Hey, what's in here? Oh. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, anyways, this beautiful, idyllic setting is what Walt Disney saw when he toured Europe in the 1950s. Cool. Uh, he was so taken with the place that he took tons of photos. And, like we did. <laughs> and requested that the castle for the upcoming Disneyland to try and be as grand. And there's all kinds of legends and stuff about maybe them getting the model mixed up and the front of Disneyland is actually the back of the Schwanstein Castle. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of hard to tell because the Disneyland Castle is so much smaller in retrospect than the mm -hmm. Schwanstein, which is sort of a weird mix between, now that I think of it, our castle here in Disneyland Anaheim and the Cinderella Sleeping Beauty, yeah, Cinderella Castle in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it's pretty cool to look back at the old pictures and see the old pictures of New Schwanstein in the, you know, the uh, Imagineering. And they have all the pictures up there. And, uh, yeah, they I think they even made some models ahead of time. So, you know, when we all go back, they could take a look at it. And it's it's pretty neat. Super copycats. But if I were to visit there in like the 1950s, I would be completely inspired by seeing something like that. So if you guys ever get a chance to visit Europe, make sure you check out New Schwanstein Castle. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mike and Crystal's Olgeenscene.com podcast. Thanks for listening to the Olgeenscene.com.